Hello, welcome to the Knowledge Share with Dr. Dave podcast. This is your facilitator, Dr. Dave Cornelius. Knowledge Share with Dr. Dave is streamed on grokshare.com and broadcasted on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. I want to encourage everyone to find their awesomeness. It is a choice. Let's begin your learning experience to achieve your awesomeness. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, my name is Dr. Day, and I'm here as uh, we normally run a meetup on Sat once a month on Saturdays called Agile for Humanity. And normally we have speakers, whether they're visit us. Um, Alicia is visiting us from Southern California. She's a good friend of mine. We've been coaching in the Agile space for some time now, and she decided she was going to join us. And so I really hope that you enjoy. Um, the message and the, the learning that you're going to get today from Alicia. And also, when you get a chance, you know, um, look up um, Agile for Humanity. Um, Tucson Meetup, it, it's um, a meetup that we meet, and, and we have different discussions about agility, about coding, about leadership. I think we cover a large topics, and we have people who come in from different parts of the world remotely. So if you don't want to meet us physically, you could just tap into our webinar and you could get the same learning. So without further ado, um, I'm Alicia McLean. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so I'm really excited to be here and I'm excited to talk about this topic. So um, you, you all have the handouts. There's gonna be an opportunity for you to engage in this presentation. So one of the handouts is for you to do that. Um, and like Dave said, my name's Alicia McLean. I live in San Diego. This is my wife, Plachette, so she'll be running around taking photos as we move along here. Um, so we live in San Diego, and, and I've been an Agile coach for, ah, yikes, I'm going to date myself here. So 2006, been an Agile coach for two, since 2006. I've been on my own, though, for the past five years, and that's been uh, pretty exciting. Uh, so I, as an independent coach, I work for myself. I do, uh, actually, why don't I just go to the next page here so you can see a little bit more about me and my business. So my focus is on leadership, agility, and transforming organizations. This photo here is, if you've ever been to San Diego to the glider port, that's a picture of one of the people taking off the glider port, and she took that photo. I just love it. But, um, yeah, so I, I work out of my home, out of my craft room, actually. I work out of my home, and, uh, and, and I work with organizations that are really looking for a greater agility. Can and people are looking for a greater agility. That's it. some fun noise. What is that? I got it fixed. You got it? it? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> my business card is here on the wall. I stopped using business cards a while ago, so you can take a photo of that. The QR code will take you right to my website. The QR code is also at the bottom of one of your handouts, or actually both of your handouts. So you can uh, scan in and go directly to my website there as well. All right, so I'm, oh, a couple of things I just want to bring up before uh, we get into this so that we don't lose anybody along the way. Um, I've got a couple of things happening here. I've got a couple of spots open for leadership coaching, and I have two uh, things here. For anybody that's interested at the end, we'll draw names. Uh, if you're interested in that and you get a free coaching session. The other thing is uh, I have a public workshop coming up at the end of the month for product owners. Anybody that's familiar with Agile and Scrum knows the product owner is quite the challenge. So I've got a class at the end of the month and then uh, a workshop, uh, a couple of workshops that I do. Uh, so let me talk about this form here. 
Um, each one of you will have an opportunity to get a gift at the end of this. Has anybody ever taken their DISC profile before? D-I-S-C? Can you have, do you know what your letter is? S. S, okay, so she's familiar. Anybody else? Okay, no? All right, well, come on in. Any, join us, join us, join us. So um, anybody that has not taken a Wiley profile before or anybody that's interested in taking their DISC profile will have an opportunity to get a free code um, and I will hand you your invitation to do this. On the back is a website and a link. And you just go straight out to this uh, link, put in this code, and it will allow you to take this and get a free report. So this shows you your DISC profile. And what's really helpful and important about that is it's a leadership competency. All this awareness building around leadership is really important. All right, so and if you're interested in anything more about DISC, you can put it on that sheet. This particular sheet, um, you will leave with me. This is your feedback sheet that says, this was great, it was awful, say whatever you want, you don't have to put your name on it. I'm, you know, any feedback is, I appreciate it. It is a gift, so anything that you are willing to share, I appreciate that. All right, so where are we headed? We are gonna find out about coaching, but I am dying to find out what, you, what brought you in here today. So anybody wanna share, what is about this topic of coaching that has you sitting right here with me right now. Anybody want to share? Tell me. You look like you got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what's interesting about coaching for you? Um, well, it's it's fun. Um, yeah. And I get to work with a lot of people in, in this capacity. And I saw that you're coming, and of course, Dr. Dave. So yeah. I show up. So awesome. Great. Great. Anybody else? What? Okay, you've got something to say. <laughs> Tell me. Anything about coaching? What what's ma what makes this a, a topic to sit through for an hour? <laughs> I think it's always something that um, is beneficial. It is. Um, especially working with different people, um, you know, and in the work field at some point. It is. You know, it's important to kind of know somewhat, um, you know, how to deal with people. Yeah. For sure, it is. Yes, tell me. Uh, so I'm I'm in academia right now. I'm yep. a class student here, uh -huh. and uh, coaching is conspicuously missing. And so yes, it you know, is. I don't want I don't want to miss out. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm on a mission. This whole topic I've been rolling this this whole year. I'm on a mission because I think what happens is what we think coaching is is not what we think it is. <laughs> and this is what I learned in my coaching program. I took my coaching program a few years ago and I've been coaching leaders and executives really in, with this different kind of refinement of my skill since then. This is an important competency. It's an important leadership competency. And so my mission is to have, help raise your awareness about what coaching is, what it's not, and so that you can have a, a way to build skill. I'll give you resources and all kinds of stuff at the end of the session. All right, anybody else want to share? What, what makes this one an interesting topic for you? Handouts for everyone. Here's a couple of handouts for you. You're welcome. Uh, I don't have a pen. Oh, you don't have a pen? I don't have a pen. Somebody <laughs> a pen. Everybody's going to need a pen, so please uh, make sure that you have one. <laughs> All right, good. Thank you for sharing that. Well, I'm, I'm really excited that you're here, and I'm really excited to talk about this. So what we're going to do, we're going to talk about what coaching is, what it's not. We're going to talk about, um, you'll get a chance to explore this a little bit for yourself. We'll see a demo, and this kind of really gets to the meat of, well, what is coaching, really? And how is it different from what we think it is? And then some ways that you can get started with it. So that's how we'll, that's how we'll roll this. I like having this in both places like this. This is 
nice. <laughs> Very nice setup here too, by the way. I go to a lot of places around the world, and this was super easy. Just I'll plug it in and boom. In for it. Please do. <laughs> it has nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this topic of coaching fit into a hackathon? So yeah, you're probably wondering that, huh? <laughs> so this concept of agile and agility. Right? A lot of organizations, software development organizations, are very interested in agility. And so they look to these practices of Agile to try to get this agility. And so what you see right here on this wall is this concept called an Agile Coaching Competency <coughs> Framework. And if you are coaching Agile teams, whether you're at the team level or whether you're at the enterprise or the executive level in the organization, these are the competencies that you need. So the green and the orange are the competencies that I need to build as a scrum master or as an Agile coach. These are the competencies that I need to know. There's an assumption that you already understand what Scrum, what Agile, what XP is. But if you don't, you build your skill here first. And then when you're coaching Agile teams, you need to have these competencies. This is where we're focusing today, this competency of professional coaching. And so I'll be interested to know what you discover as we move along here. So who do you think is the coach, and who do you think is the person being coached? Which one? The person on the left, the coach, or the person on the right, the right coach? <laughs> yeah, because the coach, he comes in like this. You know, it's all in my head and I gotta sort it all out, right? And so the coach is, is there to kind of create some structure around that conversation and to help them unravel, get focused. Yeah, it, it's very, very powerful. And it is about focus. It's big time about focus. I, co I uh, work with a couple of um, executives right now and uh, one of their big challenges is focus. They're just moving parts all over the place. And how do I stay focused and drive for the outcomes that I wanna have for myself, either personally or professionally, or for my organization. Anybody familiar with Atlassian? Who? Atlassian. Oh my God, the tech company? Yeah, mm -hmm. and what do they make? They make a bunch of different software products. What's the main one, do you know? Four letters, starts oh. with a J. <laughs> what am I just telling you? Yeah. Jira. Yeah, so if you're gonna be writing code, uh, you will run into Jira. <laughs> and, and so Atlassian is one of the, is the manufacturer of Jira. It's a huge application in the software development space. And uh, I did a, a, a recent uh, talk there with their, one of their business, business resource groups, <clears throat> a group called the Black Atlassians. And my talk was about the top four things to do sooner and later, sooner than later in your career. And the thing at the top of the list was get coaching. Get coaching or understand what coaching is about. And so to build that competency for yourself. If I can remember the rest of them, I will tell you. But that number one thing was about getting coaching. And if I had my whole career to do all over again, I'd have gotten coaching sooner. So there's a tip for you. It's about focus. Whether it's professional, whether it's personal, it's about focus. And so there's a few numbers that we'll go through here, you know, about how this um, is beneficial for the coachee, for the organization, um, you know, what the benefits are for people. We'll talk about these things. And there is a return on the investment of coaching. If you go, there's an organization called ICF, the International Coaching Federation. It is the governing organization for coaching internationally. Anybody have a project management certification, PMP? No PMP, okay. So the PMI is the governing organization for project managers. ICF is a similar type of organization. It's about certification and it's about governance, ethics, all that stuff. 
But you can see here that there's a pretty good return on investment here for coaching. So, you know, when you're spending these dollars, you will get a gain. Um, anything, anybody see anything up here that would be helpful for them to improve? Number one, two, three, or four, which one would be most beneficial for you professionally? One, two, three, or four. Number three, yeah. Just optimizing, working with the team, optimizing working with your family. I mean, it's just literally, honestly, I believe that as a result of me going through my coaching person, coaching program, I'm a better human being. <laughs> so I'm a better wife, I'm a better sister, daughter, all of these things. It's just such a great awareness building uh, a thing to do. I'm just a pretty arm waving about it, as you can tell. Anybody else want to share? Number three is a good one, what's another one? Number three and number two? Yeah. These are all things that all of us can use, right? Some help in all of these areas. And so you can see some high percentages here for what people gain from having coaches. I also coach with a, an organization called BetterUp. And BetterUp coaches organizations like Facebook and Twitter and all these big organizations. And so people are really understanding now the importance of having not only coaching as an organizational competency, but having their leaders get coached. So it's really, really important. All right. Benefits to the coachee, you can take a look at those. Is there anything that stands out for you there? Benefits to the coachee. Oh, I'm sorry, am I knocking things over? It's a little tight. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> anything stand out for you here? Given that it's highlighted, the word yeah. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, flashing me online. Well, I'll tell you, you know, once you're working, if you're already working, um, you know, one of the big challenges with teams is this concept of accountability. Would you, sir, would you mind? Yes, yeah. Is this concept of accountability? It's a tough one. And so, how do we have personal accountability, and how do we help others, you know, create their own accountability stories? It's really really a challenge for teams and organizations. So yes, accountability is what we'll talk about and what we'll get a chance to see in a video that we'll take a look at is how accountability comes up in the coaching conversation. Organizational benefits, anything stand out for you here? Nothing red flashing <laughs> in the light here, but anything stand out for you here? Organizational benefits for coaching? The last one. That's exactly right. How do we make the most of what we have here? And, and, and get the most from our teams and our, and, our, and our individuals. Yeah. So there's a lot of benefit to coaching. We're going to get into uh, an opportunity for you to actually do some of this, and I'll give you some resources for that. So I mentioned this earlier, that coaching is this competency that's going to be really important today and going forward. And so there's companies like, actually I have a slide coming up here. Yeah. Does anybody recognize any of these logos? <laughs> Just a few of them, right? And this is the short list. Coaching is a vital competency. Uh, moving forward and so we need to be able to understand what professional coaching is either have our own coach or get our skill in the ability to coach others and when you coach others you'll learn how to coach yourself so it's kind of part of the whole deal when you learn how to do it yourself so a lot of folks in this game a very important competency so I have an example of Ernst & Young and where is it oh Price Waterhouse so uh, Ernst & Young has an in-house coaching team so they have staff 
in the Human Resources Department, just a legion of coaches that are in Ernst & Young. And they have a whole, theirs is called transition coaching. And so anything that you do that changes for you, they have a coach there to support you. Whether you uh, are become a partner, whether you have to move to a new city, whether you have new team members, whether you, you know, whatever that changes, you could get married and they'll be like, boom, here's a coach. So they have an internal coaching staff. PricewaterhouseCoopers is a little bit different. They have people that they hire in as coaches. So not internal in their organization, but they hire them in. Again, talking about the importance of this, right? Vital, critical competency. Oopsie. So this next one talks about the two definitions of coaching. And what I want you to do is look at these two definitions. The first one up at the top is ICF. So that's the International Coaching Federation. And the second one is Ken Blanchard. Anybody familiar with Ken Blanchard, one minute manager and the whole deal? Okay. So tell me what stands out for you in each one of those. Anything that kind of jumps out? It's about helping people and not talking at them managing them. I hope that just resonated through the walls. <laughs> That's exactly it. I'm not telling you what you need because you already know what you need. I just need to help you dig it out for yourself. And I, another word that she used there, what was another word that she used that was kind of interesting? I inspires. Inspires. Yeah. But in her definition, tell me your name. Mark. Mark, oh, Mark, yeah. and Penny. Yes. Penny. Mike. Penny. I'm Michael. Michael. Oh, let's get it right now. Give all kinds of things. So Michael, I remember that. Yes. And Patty. 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 Yes. Patty said manages. See, there's this association with managers. There's a lot of talking at people and telling them what they need. And so this is why this competency is coming up in such an important way for us now. Yeah, so you said aspires, Michael. Mm -hmm. uh, Patty described this idea of not talking at people and sort of managing, managing them in this old school kind of way. Anybody else see anything that stands out? That it's a creative process. Yeah. Now what's interesting is, you, is there a question there? Because <laughs> it almost sounded like there was a question on the end of what she said, like it's a creative? Hmm. It's a good way of thinking about it, right? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Creating through a coaching experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, uh, we have a video to see here. It's a five-minute video, and uh, you'll get a chance to see the scenario first. You'll get a chance to talk about how you might handle it, and then you'll see what it looks like in a real coaching scenario. All right. So one of the things that makes coaching different from other modes of support or help is that it's very future-focused. It's very future-focused. That's what's different. It's not, ooh, what did she say? What did they do? Let's dig in, let's excavate all the stuff that happened last week. It's not that. It's like, okay, so that happened, so how do we take that and move it forward from where we stand right now at 1119 and move it forward? Right, so that's one of the big differences between other forms of support and coaching. So it's different, right? So. <laughs> We're just gonna go through these here because I've got my one of my old school. Oh, this will work. Alright, so what do you think? What kind of coaching is this? Sports. So that's sports coaching. And so sports coaching is kind of like what? What what is really happening there? Training. It's kind of like training. It's kind of like mentoring. It's kind of more like training and mentoring than it is what we're talking about. 
right? And you'll see this in a second. This is clearly mentoring. What's this one? Psychotherapy. <laughs> Not just therapy, but psychotherapy, right? Yeah, see, when you're laying down like that, that's therapy, right? <laughs> and so all these modalities have their place. I think the important thing is to be clear about this type of coaching and what it is and how it's different from this. All right. So here's the scenario. Here's what you're going to do. Let me just tell you about this before you read it. So you're going to pair up with somebody. You're going to read this scenario. You're going to just explore how you might handle this scenario, just from what you know about the way that you coach today, about the way that you coach today. How do you think you might handle this? And then we'll get, we'll get a chance to see this amazing five-minute video about a real coaching session. And you'll see how it's different from you know, what you might have thought. And there's no good, wrong, or bad here. You're just exploring. This is the exploring part, OK? So pair up, find somebody to work with, read this, and then, uh, and then we'll see what you came up with. I'm going to give you uh, four minutes. Four minutes. So pair up, read, and discuss. Pair up, read, and discuss. Four minutes. I would specifically, I would tell this guy, like, I really care about this issue, you know, like, this is valid, something you can discuss, but I have, I have a like, um, just say, um, why don't you meet me, and I would set a schedule to talk about this, meet me here, because I really want to take the time to go through this with you, I don't, you know, I can't do it right now, but just so they know that I care about it, and I'm not rushing them off, to run into something else, but also, like, I kind of think, as a manager, my time is so valuable as well. And if I have like, a previous commitment, so it's like, yeah. And that's what I also have to How important is this next? I would agree. I would not sort of doing your staff minutes. Like, take the rest of the time, or do you need to schedule? Just because someone has a conflict that like, one has to be resolved. And I think often also, it's like, you want to fix it now. You have two minutes left. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
to share, you know, something, some observation that you made or some approach that you would take in this scenario. You remember, there's no, you know, we're all learning here, right? So there's no wrong or right. And when you see the video and you see that it's going to be different than what you think, it's, it's, it's fine. This is part of the learning. So what do you think? How, how do you handle this? If you're thinking about coaching, how would you handle this? Is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> what can you do in five minutes if you're in a rush? Love that she said this. Oh, she's like a mind reader. Patty, Patty? Yes. Yeah, Patty's a mind reader. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, so what we're going to see, which is just amazing, is this next video, what she can do in five minutes. Now, this is not, you're not going to walk out of here and be able to do that in five minutes, but this is what, you know, when you start to understand this competency of coaching and you begin building this skill, you can get better and better and better and better at it. But there's a few things you can do today. And, and one of the handouts that you're taking with you is kind of the, the first step in that. But yeah, great point. What can you do in five minutes? But what, what do you think? What can you do in five minutes? A lot, actually. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, so I've already had this conversation with this person before. Okay. So my, my question for them, they're coming to me telling me about this situation. My question is, okay, we've talked about this before. You already have your answer. What's stopping you from leading into that? Okay. So, so what I appreciate about uh, uh, what Michael said here is there's, a, there's another question. You know, what's getting in the way? Mm -hmm. What's getting in the way from you taking the steps that you want to take? Mm -hmm. And so we'll talk about the questions that we'll be asking and when we're coaching and, and how we can elicit the right kind of, you know, responses from people. Because there's a difference between what's stopping you from taking the next step and why didn't you take that step? We'll learn that the word why, it's not like evil, but the word why in coaching implies judgment. Mm -hmm. And the coaching space is a completely free of judgment. And so to the extent that we can be, we're all human, right? Mm -hmm. And so that why can be a trigger word for people. They start feeling guilty and shame. Oh, yeah, we want to stay away from why. Mm -hmm. Great using what? what? Mm -hmm. Great using what? Anybody have anything else that they see here that you might do? We were very empathetic here. So we you said you weren't? No, we were empathetic. Oh, you were. Oh. And we wanted to make sure that the person felt heard. Okay, great. And scheduled time later. Okay, great. So gave them an action item to, to schedule some time. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. It's important, but I have five minutes. So this is important, the whole empathy piece right here, because this person is coming to you, and even though you've talked to them about it before, there's still something that's in their way, and maybe we didn't dig that out the first time, right? Or maybe there's a new impediment, right? So this is why uh, 
you know, we'll see in this next video how she how she handles this. So this comes to us from our friends at CTI. CTI is one of the uh, uh, one of the early leaders in coaching uh, uh, formats and modalities. So we're going to see here. We'll let it buffer up a little bit. How come it's not buffering? Well, let's just play it. I see a demonstration, a short demonstration, uh, as if we were in the hallway. Uh, we're working together. There's a right. conversation right. that's happened previously around oh, this, and we're running to each other in the hallway. Thanks. Corey is my uh, employee, and he's got something to chat about. Hey, Sydney. Um, boy, Can I'm so glad it? I caught you. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my way to a meeting. I've only got about five minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, I'll, can I have the five minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, uh, you know that project I'm working on? Okay, yeah. We talked about it before. It's going well, but I'm really having trouble with Frank. Okay, okay. What kind of, what's the trouble that you're experiencing? Uh, well, first of all, we seem to, we seem to clash. Like, like it almost feels like anytime I say something, um, he, he always seems to have to say something contrary is what it feels like. Okay, so contrary one-upmanship, is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I just started to notice that, like when we're offline, we seem to get along, but when we're in the room together, it's, it's like, I don't know, but like he's different and, and I'm just noticing and, and I'm starting to, so, so what does that bring up for you? Um, well, the, it, it, it's bringing up for me, wow, I wonder if I've done anything wrong. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, have I somehow pissed them off? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess So it sounds like confusion. <clears throat> sounds like there's a place of confusion. Definitely confusion. And, and I'm starting, oh, I, I, what, I'm starting to be reluctant to speak up. Oh, in the meetings. Yeah. So you're starting to hold back. Yeah. And kind of, yeah, that's that's a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually, I know who you are. You're someone that speaks up and has an opinion. And mm -hmm. I want you to know that those opinions, they're really valued around here. So it's really important that you actually find that way to uh, have your voice in this situation. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. I get, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So what do you need in order to feel like you can really be yourself in those meetings? Mm -hmm. I, you know, so obvious, but but I guess uh, I'm noticing I'm even reluctant to speak it, but I, I, I need to talk to Frank. Yeah. What are you going to say to him? The censored or the uncensored version? <laughs> Give it to me straight. Um, like, what's up? Why, why do you keep shutting me down? That's what it feels like. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, how do you think he's going to respond to that? Actually, here, let me tell you, I mean, so maybe you're, you're giving me the, the uncensored version. Yeah. And maybe there's something I'm thinking about, like, well, to possibly give it to him in a way that he's going to be more receptive mm -hmm. to it. Because. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because yeah, I'm almost feeling like I'm attacking him. Yeah. What so what, yeah, it's what you want to do. Yeah, great. Noticing. And what's the thing that you can say to him that's yeah. going to involve him in having that conversation with mm -hmm. you? Well, I guess the the first thing would be to just say, "Hey, Frank, can we can we talk about just maybe grab lunch or something?" Great. Yeah. Can we have yeah. a conversation? Yeah. Because because actually, what's coming up as we're talking is, as I said, we actually do get along outside of the room. Great. So great idea to have it as a conversation outside the room. Yeah. 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 Great insight. Yeah. 
Good. Okay. So have that conversation with him. Um, what are the key points that you want to cover in it? Um, a little lost here because I, I keep wanting to say, so Frank, why do you keep shutting me down? <laughs> Where do I want to go? Right. And we know that's not going to be effective. Yeah. Uh, What's the thing you want to get out of it? That that I um, that every time I open my mouth, I don't feel like I'm being somehow attacked or judged. Mm -hmm. Right. So you want to have a sense of options. It sounds like. Yeah. Is that, that accurate? Um, Doesn't feel like quite, it didn't yeah. quite land. But something is coming up for me. Uh, I could try this. I'm a little reluctant to, but I might say, maybe instead of like attacking him, say, hey, Frank, I'm noticing this is happening. Yeah. Have I done? Oh, I could, okay, okay. I, I, I see where this is going. Yeah, I could say something like, so have I done anything wrong? Right, so you can actually almost try to open up the conversation that way. Super. Yeah. And I heard you say a minute ago that you're feeling a little bit reluctant. Mm -hmm. Here's what I know about you. When you share what's really going on for you, it has a big impact. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're the kind of person who will stop and listen to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, really, I'm, I'm really excited that you're choosing, yeah. consciously choosing to make this decision about how you're going to work yeah. with Frank and, and work yeah. this out. Yeah, good. Okay. So um, when are you going to have this conversation with him? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually call him today and set it up for later in the week. Okay. Will you drop me an email after you have the conversation with him? I will. Okay. And and if you don't like if it's come the end of the week and you haven't had the conversation, fire me an email. I'll let you know. Just to let me know that you yeah. didn't have it, but when you will have. Yeah. Great. I look forward to hearing okay. what happens. Thanks for the five minutes. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. So, whose problem was that? Was it hers or was it his? It's his problem. But oftentimes when people come to managers, <laughs> managers start going into, kind of to use your word earlier, going to just problem solving mode for the person. Right. And, and so his, the, the accountability stays with him because it's his problem to figure out and she's there prompting his discovery of what he needs to do. He knows what he needs to do. She's just helping him find it. She's holding the light. <laughs> helping him find what he's looking for. Is that different than what you thought about coaching? Or what was different about it? I really like the probing questions instead of, because so many times I wanted to jump in and be like, dude, you just got to do this. Right. So I really like that she just, she held back on that and just kept asking the probing questions yeah and then let him solve it himself yeah it's so hard to do that when you can see it in black and white and they can't see it yeah but i know when i'm on the other end i much prefer to, or i have a better outcome when i figure it out myself yes music to my ears yeah this is this is the truth right there's going to be more ownership there's going to be more accountability when people can figure out their own stuff and, and in a way, it's almost um, confidence building. You know, they figured out their own thing. They solved their own problem. That's what you want. If, you have a man if you're a manager, you know, all these people that report to you, do you really want all these people running up to you? Help! You know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it can be a lot. 
you know, and so, um, or if you're a peer uh, of a person on a team, you know, you're, you're working with a teammate, you can help in this way too. You don't have to be managing people to, you can, you can this works with family, <laughs> you know, this works with family, it works with friends. And, and what I put up here is, what I was noticing, because I've listened to this video about a billion times, but I've never, what I noticed this time is kind of like what choices that she used for her inquiry, right? And so what, she used what a fair amount in this. And so what, what do you need is that is one of the key uh, questions that we can ask people. Because it really starts to help them focus on what the issue is and get all the untangled stuff down to just narrowing down what they're looking for. And then how and when. Not once did she, other than say, you know, shoot me an email when you have this done, she was just helping him explore what was important for him. Yeah. What else did you see there that stood out for you? A, a thing that she was really good at that I really struggle with is acknowledging, like, his contributions and, like, reflecting back at him, like, this bothers you because your opinion is important. And, I feel like it's really hard to pull that out of thin air when I'm talking to someone. Yeah, I appreciate your honesty <laughs> saying that. I struggle with that one too, because I don't want the acknowledgement to sound contrived, like, right. oh, well, good for you on the head. You know, I'm not, that's not what this is about. So one of the things about coaching is this concept of getting into a curious space. And when you get into the inquiry and you get into the curiosity, it's not about you anymore. It's not about you anymore. And so really connecting with this person and, and, and really listening, and we'll talk about listening and levels of listening here in a bit. Um, and, and, it's not, and, and again, you're not gonna walk out of here and be like, boom, doing that, right? This takes time. This takes a lot, trust me. It takes time. I mean, five minutes to be able to do that is pretty astounding. But it does take listening, and it does take, in, it take it takes inquiry. Yes? Oh, the, the thing that stood out to me a lot too was that she, did not look at her phone to keep track of those five minutes. Right. Can you imagine? Yeah. So just I'm sorry. Like, go ahead. How how do I do that? How, now, how does that feel? Right. Because, you know, we all know that feels. risk when meeting something. That well, that there is that risk, right? But so so you bring up a really great point. She just became present immediately. Became present immediately, and we have to really look at what that means, right? What does being present mean? It doesn't mean looking at our phone or our watch or diverting our eyes or all this other stuff that we so do today, so easy. It's almost a reflex you looking at the watch and the phone, especially since everything buzzes and rings and yeah. We have to be really cautious about being present. Because to your point, all the empathy in the world flies right out the window the minute you look at that phone. Because people feel dismissed. Yeah. That face that you made right now, that's exactly it. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. Anybody else? Any other reactions? Yeah, oh, uh, just one, one thing that I'm wondering is yeah. if if the amount of time that's available is running out, how to, you know, what's a good stopping point to say, so let's point. pick this up later? It's a great point. And you know what? Those are the words that you just used. You could say, you know, look, it looks like we're getting close to the time that we had. It looks like this is, might be our, our, our necessary stopping point. Let's pick this back up. You know, I think just acknowledging what's happening. We get so afraid to just be in the moment and be present and just be real that we're, because there's nothing wrong with just saying that. You know, looks like we've run out of time. Or can we pick this up later? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I find that as a challenge, you know, because I do a fair amount of executive and leadership coaching, and my sessions are an hour long, and we can be getting right to the meat right at the 55 minute mark. <laughs> right? And it's like, look at that. We're out of time. So, so, so just how do we, so, so what I, so what I also hear you saying is how do we gracefully do this, right? How do we do this with grace so that people feel like you're not dismissing them and that it is going to be picked up later. It's just about thinking about really how you'd like to be if you were on the other side of this. Yeah. How you'd like to be, you know, interacted with. Any other reactions to the video before we move on? What I thought was really, um, was really good um, about this was the fact that that she didn't get into all of the details and all of the weeds about what was going on with him and the guy and what he said or didn't. She didn't get into any of that. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Another thing that um, stood out, right? What, what I thought was interesting was, so he was saying that he felt like he was shut down. I was really curious about what he meant by that. Great. What, great what, point. what does that even mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. And that's so. That's another great question. Thank you for bringing that up, Michael. Y'all bringing up some great stuff here. So meaning is one of the biggest things that I have been, it's been just like Nancy Drew for me. I've just got the, the magnifying glass, many of you in the room probably don't know who that is, but <laughs> <laughs> meaning, <laughs> meaning is so important and you cannot assume that you know what that person means. So you might even say, so tell me a little bit more about that. If you had more time, you might say, well, tell me a little bit more about that. What does that mean to you? Or, or what's happening there for you? Yeah. The other point, what was the first point that you said, Michael? Tell me the first thing that you said. It was, she uh, didn't get into the, oh, she the didn't details. Oh, yeah. yeah. the weeds. Yeah. Yes. So, so in, a, in a coaching program, if you go into a coaching program, uh, this is called the story. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get in the story. The story doesn't matter. The story doesn't matter. What matters is who this person is, what they need, and what they need to do to move themselves mm-hmm. forward. All the story and all the, the tangled up yarn, that's the story. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. And that is not what matters. It's really not what matters. Now, okay, look, if there's an emergency situation, it seriously matters, right? But if it's uh, you know something like this, the story, the story really doesn't matter. Uh, in one of my uh, coaching classes, the lead instructor, master instructor, coached somebody without even knowing the story. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to need a little story for right now. I'm still doing this. <laughs> uh, so great, great observations. Great noticing what you noticed. Um, this is what coaching is. This is really what coaching is. And so what I find sometimes for people is that they struggle a little bit because they come into coaching looking for advice. They come into coaching looking for advice. I just want you to tell me what to do. Uh, you're a vice president. I'm going to help you find what you need to do. <laughs> and honestly, the, lead, the less I know about the domain of the person I'm coaching, the better I am at it because I make less assumptions. I don't get all tangled up in the story of things. So yeah, if the, the, the farther away I am from it, the better. Yes. How do you um, deflect, like, you know, some people get in the story, story, story. Sure. How do you deflect their attention away from that? Great. Without coming off as like, I don't wanna hear about that crap. <laughs> Let's focus here. I will tell you that one of the big, so great example, tell me your name. Ashley. Ashley. So Ashley, in that scenario, they've got all the tangled yarn, right? And they're just flying around with the story. This is a great question right here. It's almost like a. <laughs> it is. It's almost like a like you know because you know sometimes you just need to snap out of it. This is almost a, so. What do you need? Okay. 
And then, and then the silence comes. And then the silence comes and you know you've got a good question. When the silence comes, that's when you know you've got a good question. And, and it's, it's helped, so it helps them just narrow all the tangled yarn down to what's really important. And that questionnaire can do it. It really can. We have to watch how we ask it. <laughs> so tell me, what is it you think you need? Great question. All right, let's keep moving. Um, we want to make sure we get all this done. So it is the secret sauce. I found this great. I like to watch a lot of Food Network here. My wife and I like to watch tons of it. So yeah, the coaching is the secret sauce for building accountability. It is the way to help people understand their own power, their own superhero strength, and build their own accountability. It really is. Oh, why is this flashing so fast? And so this kind of takes us back to this idea of the creative process. You notice from the video, she wasn't doing, all she was doing is creating the structure for him and asking him questions so that he could come up with his own, uh, his own, his own needs and his own uh, uh, resolutions to his challenges. And I love this whole thing here about, and this comes from ICF as well, that the, that the person being coached is naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. That means I have no opinion other than that about your ability to solve whatever it is you bring to me. You are enough. You are enough. And you have everything you need, I just need to help you get that. All right, so here, uh, I'm putting this up here to help you see that when you go through, uh, uh, when you, if you decide to go through a coaching program, to order to get your certification, there's some, some, some rigor that you need to pass, and this comes through ICF. And part of that rigor are, it's uh, 13 different competencies that you need to be able to get through. And the only reason I bring this up here is because helping the client find their accountability is one of them. So in a coaching session, it's not just let's just chat, it's let's move you forward with you building your accountability. So this is where, through the ICF uh, model, and through ICF certification, accountability is part of the whole story. So it's not happenstance, it's not accidental, it's very deliberate to help the client find their accountability. And so we want that secret sauce. All right, so now you're gonna get a chance to coach. And before you do that, we're gonna talk about levels of listening. I know, look, she's terrified. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about levels of listening. This also comes from CTI. So the first level of listening is, you're talking and I'm with all the yarn about my head. I'm looking at my phone, I'm looking at my watch. Actually looking at phone and watch is zero, level zero of listening. <laughs> level one of listening is I've at least put my phone down and I'm at least looking in your face. But now I'm thinking about my grocery list, the commute home. You know, I'm not really, really focused in on what you're saying. That's level one. We all do it, we're all human. If we're human, we're gonna do it, right? So, so don't beat yourself over the head because you're gonna do it here in a minute too. Level two is now I'm not looking, thinking about my grocery list, I'm not thinking about my commute home, I'm actually listening to what you're saying. And I'm able to repeat back what you're saying. So what, I, you know, like she said here, so what I'm hearing is that you're looking for a sense of options. And even if the person says, no, that's not it, that's fine, at least you're connected and you're, and you're dancing with the client is what they call it. You're dancing with the client. Level three is you're listening to everything. You're listening to what they're saying. You're listening to what they're not saying. You're listening to the air condition in the ceiling. You're feeling the sense about how, what the temperature is in the room. You are really connected at level three. And it can take some real mindfulness and skill to get there, but just know that there's these different levels of listening. So what I want you to do in this exercise, 
is, I'm going to give you a few tips and then you're going to get a chance to coach. And so you're going to work with the person that you're paired up with and you're going to ask these questions that are here. Okay? So the way that you kick this off is whoever's going to be doing the talking, the person being coached, you're just going to ask them, so what's on your mind? So be prepared for the ball of yarn to come out. <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff that comes out of that question. And so feel free from there to just ask any other question that comes to mind from this list. And all I want you to do is get a sense about what it feels like to ask the question and notice what level of listening you're listening at. That's all I want you to do. Just kind of dip your toe in it and feel what it feels like. All right, so here's the tips. <clears throat> ask one question at a time. Boy, that's a challenge. You just want to, and then they're like, I don't know which one to answer. So ask one question at a time. Stick to the open-ended questions, so our what, our how, our when. Tread lightly with why. Get comfortable with silence. Because if you ask that really powerful question, they're going to be like, well, I gotta think about that one for a minute. So you're gonna wanna give them some time. And try to listen beyond level one. We're all human, we just hang out in level one. That's where we are. Level zero and level one is where we hang out. So, so cut yourself some slack, because that's where you're gonna be. But just notice where you are. And notice if you can get into level two. And the thing that I notice about level two listening is when I'm listening to what they're not saying. That's where I know I'm in level two better than, than level one. We're all human, we love level one. All right, so we're going to do the exercise. All right, so I'm going to be your timekeeper. Make sure that in this time that at least, because some of you are paired up in three, you may not get a chance for everybody to coach. Just make sure that you give some, either a chance to coach or be coached in this time. And I'm going to give you some good time, so you're going to have like 15 minutes. So make sure that you have some time for each person to speak if possible. And then we'll wrap it up and see what you came up with, okay? Any questions before we start? And you can take notes on this because you're going to keep this, and then I'll talk about this resource here. When we, okay? So 50, actually, let me give you, I'm going to give you 12 minutes. That'll give you a chance to move it along. All right, 12 minutes. Jump on in. Get started. See what it feels like. Dip your toe in. Let me get my timer. First, <laughs> and, and just what was this like, either from the coach side or the coachee side? Who wants to share? Jump on in, you look like you want to share. So I had sort of a rubric of questions. Yeah. Um, and because I'm new to this, I felt compelled to go to order, but it felt like I had to sort of jump around to sort yes. of get at the meat of the problem. Yeah, well, good for you. Um, yeah. But it was, like we had all said, it's really hard not to jump into that problem-solving mindset. It is. Uh, it's called the advice monster. Yes, and the advice monster is like, I know what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah. But if you don't let the advice monster, they come up with it, which is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> or they come up with something totally what? different than what you were thinking. You're like, oh. But I mean, you create a solution where you're like, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Let's see how that works out. Yeah. Now, what about the level of listening? Anybody notice here what kind of level of listening you were in? Or did you notice? 
Is it more in that problem solving advice monster you're a little on the ones? You really bit? are. Yeah. Uh, great point. So when the advice monster is present, you're totally in level one because it's about you. And me, 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 I know what you need, blah, 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 right? Yeah. yeah. Great point. Glad you brought that up. Right. So if you're in, so if, you, if the advice monster is jumping out, then you need to take a deep breath <laughs> and settle into really listening. Great point. What about over here? Anything you guys want to share? Huh. <laughs> I know what was really cool um, in my experience as a, as a coachee. Uh-huh. Um, was the fact that she brought to the surface uh, some uh, thoughts and feelings that I didn't even know that I was experiencing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing, right? The thing that's so great about someone that you're talking to that doesn't know anything about your story, if they're just really in inquiry, they're just asking the next thing that comes to them. The other thing that they might notice is kind of what word choices you're using. Because the word choices tell your story. And sometimes you don't even realize you're saying a particular word again and again and again. And so I might even say, so what makes this word important? And they'll be like, what word? Well, the one that you've used 10 times in the last 15 minutes. You know, seriously. And you just don't realize you're saying it. I had a coach, he say to me, well, you know, the last time we talked, you know, you mentioned this word control. And I was like, oh no, I was just mirroring back what you said to me. He thought I brought the word into the story. He just said it six times, so I just mirrored it back, and he didn't realize he said it six times. So see, that's the thing. We don't even realize what word choices are. So she, so she was listening at level two yeah. and asked a question that brought some things up for you. Yeah. All right, all right, good, good, good. Now, anybody else, tell me, what happened for you? <laughs> well, when I asked a question, he just like, with dead silent for like a whole minute. Yeah. Awesome. That's the money right there. <laughs> <laughs> that always gives me a good feeling because I feel like you're just really connected with the person and you're really helping them discover what they need to discover. Yeah, when you get that silence, that's good. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. All right, tell me what happened. What what coachy coach, being coached, being the coach? Uh, well something I noticed uh, like at the beginning. Um, it's really quiet. Yes. As, as you ask more questions and just like give it time, uh, everything starts to open up. Yes. Great point. We just want to settle back and just relax. And, and the, the tension that we're feeling about the silence and whatever, remember that's level one. That's about us again. You know, and, and just noticing that is great. great. What else did you notice? Anybody else? What else did you notice? Um, as I was trying to coach, I, I was making sure that I didn't say anything that made him feel like kind of like take a step back. Because oh, okay. I, I think we got to a point where he was talking more and more. Uh -huh. And so afraid of saying something that might like make him feel um, uh -huh. like guarded. Uh -huh. So that was kind of difficult because again, I didn't want to sound like I'm giving you advice. Yeah. Like I, I won't. I wanted to continue on to listen without trying to like stomp him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That was kind of hard. That was hard. Yeah. It is. Because I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing while also trying to follow this. <laughs> right. And I know I made it harder by putting giving you like this roadmap here. There's one tip on here that I didn't say on the slide, and I want to bring this up now because you're bringing this up. It's making this come up for me. So I see the word wait. Why am I talking? 
That's for the coach. Mm -hmm. Now, the less you say, the better. And so when you're, when you're using things like, what do you need? What else? What do you want? How can I help? You don't have to worry about saying something that's going to be yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. The less you say, the better. And the percentage is like the coach talking 20%, the coachee talking 80%. It's kind of a rule of thumb there. Yeah, I listened a lot, but then I was like, oh, well, how do I? Because I, because I heard him say something, and I'm like, oh, that was like, you know, <laughs> like I think that was, you know, what you were trying to get at. But like again, you know, yeah. back to the pull back and listen. Yeah. <laughs> or you might say, well, you just mentioned, you know, the, the extent to which you can use the words being used by the person that's being coached. Mm -hmm. So if he said something like control, <laughs> you might say, so tell me what control means for you. You know, you just you're just I'm not saying I'm just mirroring back. That's kind of the thing. You're holding the flashlight and you're being the mirror. That's really what the coach is. Holding the flashlight and being the mirror. So let me see if there's anything else on here. Yeah, so these these questions come from a really great little easy reader called The Coaching Habit. That's the picture up in the upper uh, right-hand corner. It's a fantastic book, easy read. Get it in hard copy and in electronic copy because at the end of every chapter, there's a podcast that you can click on and listen to you know, more stuff about what he just talked about. This is a really thoughtful book. I like to read a lot, and this is probably one of the best organized books for this type of topic that I've read in a very long time. Anybody have anything else to share about what they discovered before we move on? I, when after this one, I'm sorry, I felt like I was there with you in the morning when it was happening. Yeah, was like, <laughs> wow, you were really drawn well, in. Well, I was just like, <laughs> I would be so mad. <laughs> I heard that story too. It, just like, yeah. Yeah. And it, was kind of, it, was, it was kind of hard for me to be like, not just being there, being mad with you. <laughs> just standing right next to I was so busy empathizing, yeah. and like, like identifying how that's happened in my life. Uh, me, me, me. Me, me, me. That I had one. trouble. Oh, oh, yeah, I was just asking. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I looked down, and I'm like, oh, and now I have this question. <laughs> and actually, she did a great job because I, I came up, yeah, she got the flashlight, and I got a solution that I didn't even think about. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Excellent. Well, y'all did a great job. Thank you for having the courage to jump in there and tell your story and, and be a part of this. I just really think sometimes just the awareness about this stuff can be a game changer for us. Yes, I've got five minutes. All right. So we'll <laughs> keep it moving here. So, so thank you for that. Uh, this next bit that we go into is talking about how can you get started with your coaching, either being coached or coaching others. And this book is the first, one of the first good resources. Just using this list of questions, this is for you to take home with you. Um, and then knowing yourself, if you're gonna be coached and if you're going to coach others, knowing yourself, because level one is all about you. And if you can't clear the noise out of your own head, it's gonna be hard to listen to level two, right? So knowing yourself is one of the first things that can help you to be a good coach and to be uh, someone that is looking to be coached. And so this disc, has anybody ever taken, I know you've taken yours and yours is an S. Do you know what your number is, your letter? ID. ID, S, anybody else taking disc? Well, you're gonna get a chance to. Look at that face, I love it. I love <laughs> people make faces. So yeah, so you're gonna get a chance to, so a disc is a, uh, how do I put this? So a disc is like a Myers-Briggs. Has anybody done Myers-Briggs? That's a familiar one. E NTJ, INTJ, all that, okay. So if you've done minor grades or something like it, um, this is, a, is an assessment that's very similar to this. Everything DISC, uh, I'm an authorized partner for everything, everything DISC, you will all get an opportunity to take this. This is a gift 
from me and from Wiley. You'll get a link code on the back. You'll get a, a website address and a link code. You'll go to it. It takes you about 10 minutes to take this assessment and then you'll get your own reporting. You'll see your dot placement. And this is about workplace, so it'll help you to navigate your workplace. What I want you to do on this sheet though, um, if, if you're all going to take one of these, I just want you to make sure that you put your, your contact information, just name an email, and make sure it's clearly written, because I want to send you an email first to kind of tee it up so you know what to expect in this assessment, okay? So that's all you need to do on the front end of, of that. Just make sure your name and your email address is clearly written. I'll just send you a quick email to say, here's what to expect, this is coming your way, and then you'll get a chance to take it. All right, so knowing yourself is really important. This table over here talked about empathy. So emotional intelligence is a very important uh, competency. So emotional intelligence is important. We talked about powerful questions, those questions that are open-ended. So what, why, how, uh, why, remember staying clear of that one in certain instances, just being careful and sensitive to what's happening. And then of course, getting your own coach. And so we, we talked about that. Um, these are some powerful questions. When I email you about the Everything Disc, I will also send you this link to these powerful questions. So it's, it's just a quick, easy list. You've got powerful questions in front of you, and I'll send you another list of powerful questions. So I will send that out. Just make sure your email is nice and clear. Um, I mentioned this resource earlier about ICF, how they are uh, the governing organization for certifications and learning. Uh, if you're looking for a coaching program and you're interested in building your skill in coaching, I had a great program that I loved so much. International program run by a woman out of Australia. In people coaching all over the world on every continent, everybody coaching in English. It was, okay. I loved it. What kind of commitment is the program? It's, well, it's, it, it is a time commitment. It's about 125 hours, but you have 18 months to do it, and it's all online. So it's not like you have to go, something like CTI, amazing program, but you've got to fly to the place, stay four days, do the thing, hotel, airfare. It could be a little spendy. Uh, this one, you can do it online 18 months. I've lasted through it in like six, yeah. Um, well, you, you, in all the programs that I'm aware of, you get, you get trained at the PCC level, but you test at the ACC, well, I'm sorry, you test at the PCC level, which is the middle level, ACC, PCC, MCC. You are trained and you are assessed at the PCC level, but the only thing that prevents you from getting that is the number of hours of coaching. So since by the time you get out of the program, you only have enough to get to minimum level ACC, that's what you get. I'm gonna ask you about that. Please do, please do, yeah. No, I know that was a lot of C's and A's and whatever, yeah. Please do, yeah. And I'm happy to, to walk you through it. All right, so definitely get your own coach. Oh, and then these are some, so, so what did we talk about, right? We talked about what is coaching, how is it different from the other modalities that we're aware of, mentoring, uh, psychotherapy, uh, and, and sports coaching. You got a chance to really coach yourself. You got a chance to see a demo. You got a chance to talk through a scenario. We did a lot here in this little bit of time, so hopefully you have a nugget that you took away. And these are some resources. If you want to take photos of these, please feel free to do that. That first book there, if you haven't read that, that is a must read. I'm a huge fan of Brene Brown. This book is uh, amazing for leadership. The second book here, of course, is uh, the one that's on your handout that you have here, and this is The Coaching Habit, Say Less, Ask More, and Change the Way You Lead Forever. Excellent, this man has done so much work in this area. It's, it's actually astounding how much content he has. 
and a very well thought out book. I'm gonna to go to the next slide here. So emotional intelligence, I mentioned this as an important one too. What's great about this particular book is in the back of the book, there's a little envelope that you open up and you get a free assessment there. So you can assess your emotional intelligence level and then really work on that for yourself. This book here, thanks for the feedback, amazing book. We all love feedback, don't we? Well, yeah, we say that and we're like, yeah. They have this quote in the front about they like in getting feedback to getting a colonoscopy. I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> They've got jokes in this book, it's pretty funny. But this is a great, great book uh, for this concept of the art and science of, of giving and receiving feedback. Uh, ego, oh, I'm sorry, oh wait. The next one uh, on the next page, Ego is the Enemy, a uh, great book by Ryan Holiday. Level one, that's Ego. <laughs> We all have it, and we just need to know, see it when it rears up. The vice monster is ego, too. Um, so Ego is the Enemy, great book by Ryan Holiday. Empathy, uh, Brene Brown also has a really quick video you can uh, just research on YouTube. Just put in Brene Brown Empathy, and she does a quick little cartoon video. Very funny on, on empathy. This is a great book. Empathy is about human connection. Okay. Um, yeah, so fill out your uh, profile here. Let me make sure, oh, I put a slip of paper Right, uh, if you would like to be in the drawing for one of these free coaching sessions, please put your name on that, fold it up and hand it to me. The little slip of paper, put your name on it, hand it to me, and then we'll draw for the coaching session. And then if you'll hand me your feedback sheet, I will be happy to hand you your free disc program. All right, thank you all for your participation. I had a ball. I hope you took a nugget away too. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I'll take your coaching sheets if you're interested in the coaching session. Actually, Hello, this right is Dr. Dave Cornelius again. Thank you for listening. We hope you were able to add to your awesomeness journey with this learning experience to obtain new knowledge. We are grateful to those who support us. We would like to thank our sponsor, Nalshare, for the continued support for this podcast. Visit www.nalshare.org to achieve your awesomeness through agile coaching and training, digital transformation strategy, Agile Organization Development, Lean Business Startup, and Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Coaching. Nalshare.org also provides online workshops for PDUs and SEUs to help you maintain your existing professional development certification and achieve new ones. We support lean thinking and agile life skills education through the Five Saturdays Agile Education Program. Visit www.the5saturdays.org to donate your time, money, and knowledge. That's www.5saturdays.org. Check out Dr. Dave's latest book, Prayers to My Abba Father God, on Amazon.com a focus on prayer to enable spiritual growth. You will also find his books, Elastic Minds, What Are You Thinking? and Transforming Your Leadership Character, The Lean Thinking and Agility Way on Amazon.com. Look for the Nalsha with Dr. Day podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. The Nalsha with Dr. Day podcast is streamed on grokshare.com. If you have any questions for Dr. Dave, reach out on Twitter at Dr. Cornelius Info or 
at Nalshare. Copyright 2019 Nalshare. Until next time, find your awesomeness. <laughs>